It's time for Golf DMV. Highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And now, here is Claude Jennings. Welcome back to another edition of Golf DMV, 1500 AM on Federal News Network, also on Podcast One. Uh, you can get all things Golf DMV, including merchandise, yes. if anybody's interested in buying some things, hats, making hats. us some money. Mm-hmm. We've got great hats. We've got some shirts coming shirts down the coming. line, right? The shirts are here. They just have to be photo taken of them and put on the site. GolfDMVpodcast.com. Mm. Yes. That's where we get that. The voice you hear, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, LB. LB, what's up? Good afternoon, everyone. Vern is here, but Vern's off mic because this is a very special episode. He's getting video and he's getting pictures. We actually did this before, and Vern, in a rush to get to the mic, accidentally cut the power off. And so this is the second this time that we started doing this. But no one knows that. Like, I literally did not have to say that because right. no one right. knows, knew that until uh, I just said it. We had uh, City Swing in Northwest D.C. Uh, 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 right on Fifth uh, uh, Street, and uh, we're here with the owner, Tari Cash. Tari, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for coming. We love having you here. Well, so happy to be able to be here. It's interesting how we came across City Swing, and so uh, it's interesting because I was seeing a lot of social media posts about it, mm-hmm. um, and you know, you, you see things, you know, you like it, you follow it a little bit, and you kind of keep scrolling. But it's funny, and golf is kind of this way too. Relationships are everything. We did an event with uh, Desiree Walker, mm-hmm. um, the Puff and Putt, or Puff and Putt. Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell which punch. one goes first because <laughs> no, I, some of us putt right. first and then right. puff, others puff first yeah. and puff a little more and then, you know. And th- never putt. And <laughs> <laughs> if you've been to the event, you know what I'm talking about. You know about. what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we had a great time up there. She said, man, you guys got to check out City Swing with Tari Cash. And so we had been going back and forth on IG. Uh, and then, yeah, man, we're, we're happy to be here. So talk a little bit about City Swing. What is it? Where is it? When you started? Just give us the rundown. Okay. Well, uh, City Swing, we are so proud to be the first indoor golf facility in Washington, D.C. The intention for the company is to make golf accessible and convenient for all of those that live or work or play in the district. And so we consider ourselves serving avid golfers, those that are addicted to the game and want that extra edge. They want the data and the analytics that our technology provides so that they can improve their game. Mm. We want those you avid... You Vern's language there. Am I? The data and okay, analytics. Vern, <laughs> we on the same page, Vern. We got TrackMan technology, so you know that is the best of the best <laughs> for the <laughs> analytics. Um, and also those avid golfers that just, you know, when they can't get to the golf course, they feel like they're going crazy. You know, when right, it's raining, right. when it's dark outside, they just get that itch. Um, those are the folks that we're serving in here. But on the other hand, we are also very intentional about serving those that have never seen themselves as golfers, mm-hmm. uh, those that may be intimidated by the game. We play a lot of music. We have a, a very bright, fun atmosphere, which Absolutely. hopefully you're feeling the energy mm-hmm. because we want to invite more people into the sport. So right. those are those are who we're serving. That's what we're doing here. We started about a year ago and things just keep getting better and better every day. Nice. And so we started a year ago. What specifically got you involved uh, here at City Swing or starting the whole, the whole thing? Yeah. So I, I, I love to tell people I'm just a, I'm a natural born trash talker <laughs> and my golf game did not back up my trash talking <laughs> capabilities. And so I needed to course correct. Uh-huh. Um, and I know just like everybody that plays this game, that repetition and practice is the only way to get better. Mm-hmm. So I live here in downtown D.C. I'm a member out at Woodmore. Um, nice. And so uh, a buddy of mine, Lamar Barnes, is a member at Woodmore, yes. too. I think my neighbor Gavin is a are you familiar with Lamar? At all? I know Lamar. He's a great guy. <laughs> he He's a great guy. Um, I do know Lamar. But at any rate, so living down here, um, trying to commute out to Woodmore, as you know, on a mm-hmm. Friday afternoon, oh, if yeah, you want to practice yeah. and get in 20, 30 minutes of swinging before you play Saturday morning, forget about it. Mm-hmm. And I was getting frustrated that I couldn't get out there enough. And so I said to myself, I was also doing Soul Cycle a lot at the time mm-hmm. and doing some yoga classes. And so I said, there, I should be able to practice golf mm-hmm. the way I think about taking a yoga class or practicing a soul cycle. I want to do uh, every day, I want to do 30, 40, 60 minutes. And so I started to research indoor golf and realized that it exists everywhere or it had existed everywhere except for Washington, D.C. Right, right. And the light bulb went off right (laughs) away. Being an entrepreneur at heart, I said, there's a market here. There Mm -hmm. are a lot of golfers here. We have bad weather. We have bad traffic. It Mm -hmm. is difficult to get to (laughs) golf courses. And this is a real thing. And so we got to be 
the first. Wow. Wow. Again, we're in City Swing, Northwest Washington, D.C. It's uh, Golf DMV. Uh, I'm Claude Jennings. We're here with Tari Cash, the owner here at uh, City Swing. And so what went from that idea, let me get this going, to, to making it a reality? Take us through that journey. Yeah. So fortunately, I have worked with um, two incredible entrepreneurs. I worked for Tesla Motors back in 2009 to 2013 and nice. worked with Elon. I worked. What was your position, if you don't mind me asking? Like, What did you do? Yeah. So I was the regional East manager. So I ran all sales, marketing and operations mm-hmm. from Maine down through Georgia for oh, Tesla. So nice. back in 2009, I was um, maybe the second or third employee on the East Coast period. Sweet. And it was just me and the little two-seater roadster. <laughs> This was before the Model S. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, we were growing the business from the ground up. I opened the first store on K and 11th. Mm-hmm. And then we had one in New York. And we had team members up and down the East Coast. So mm-hmm. that's what I was doing with Tesla. Um, Just one quick side thing. Mm-hmm. with the whole, uh, One, they're sending people to space. Are you going to do that? Or, like, is that something you're sending I'm going to let you go first okay. and come back. <laughs> and then when you come back, then I'm going to go. Okay, cool. <laughs> it sounds like she believes we haven't been to the moon either. Right. <laughs> We can open up a city swing on Mars. That's, yeah, Mars. So, anyway, right, go right, right, right. right. Um, and then I've also worked with Kevin Plank. So after Tesla, I went over to Under Armour and worked on a strategy team directly for Kevin. And so I like to I like to share that because I've been around entrepreneurs with mm-hmm. very big visions. Right. And uh, but I also understand that. If you want to stay in business, you have to do business the smart way. It's mm-hmm. not just about having the big vision. It's about executing the details at the right time yeah, and in the true. right way. Mm-hmm. And so I very intentionally am launching this company in different phases. I mm-hmm. say the first phase was business planning. So to answer your question, I quit my, my job in October of 2017, and I just researched. I learned um, – I visited over 20 indoor golf facilities around the country. Like mm-hmm. I said, there wasn't one in D.C. See, so mm-hmm. I traveled. There were several in Chicago. There were several in New York. I went to some in London and really met the operators to understand how, how do you do this thing successfully? Mm-hmm. And so that's what most of my um, first phase was. I also went to the PGA show mm-hmm. in Orlando. I don't know mm-hmm. if y'all have been or Not if your yet. listeners have been, but <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal opportunity where just all things golf are there. Mm-hmm. So while I was there, I got to meet every single technology, golf simulator technology company. Mm-hmm. I got all my contacts in one place. I evaluated all the technology in one time. And it was just an incredible opportunity to, you got to do the due diligence. I mean, That's you right, guys know. Yeah, you got to no, have to put in the work. No, we don't know, actually. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yes, right, you no, do. No. Yes, you do. To get this far, you absolutely do. Um, but you got to do the due diligence. You have to do the work. And so that's what phase one was. Mm-hmm. About for City Swing. Phase two, which is when we launched in July of 2018, we launched at City Center. That was always intended to be our pop-up phase. The goal for phase two was to learn what indoor golf is and what it means to people. How do we get this experience right? Who are our customers? What does our economic model need to look like? Again, the goal is not to be a business that stays around for 12 months. It's Mm -hmm. to be a a rival to Top Golf. It is to be a national brand. And mm-hmm. so in order to do that, we have to learn uh, how to do things the right way from mm-hmm. the beginning. And so the pop-up phase is just, we've got the one simulator. It's all about the golf experience. Mm-hmm. And we're learning how to then transition into what I call, call phase three, which will be multiple simulators. There will be a food and beverage component. Mm-hmm. There will be memberships. There will be mm-hmm. a lot more um, different products and services that we'll offer to, uh, to our community. Wow. I've thought about a place called Dewey's in Orlando. Yes. So we I have been there a few times. Uh, and this when when this popped up, it's like, oh, I wonder if it's going to be like Dewey's. So, you know, it's interesting. Um, there are several different models. Some mm-hmm. indoor golf facilities have a gym component. Okay. Some, like Dewey's, are a little bit more sports barish. Right, exactly. We want to kind of do things very sort of grown and sexy is how <laughs> I like to think about it. I want a place where my girlfriends would come and have mm-hmm. a glass of wine, and it feels very elevated. Right. But it's it also like you're a official place about that, too, because on a lot of your social posts, uh, that's exactly like the the images that that you see. You know, right. you see ladies out mm-hmm. having a good time, 
city swing. I see ladies with wine. That's what I normally see. That, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly that mm-hmm. is very intentional. Yeah. Um, first of all, I have a very personal mission of getting more women and people of color involved mm-hmm. in this game. I mm-hmm. think that there are we all know systemic reasons why we have not been why we don't play as much, mm-hmm. um, and we need to break down those barriers. We need yeah. to change that because there's mm-hmm. too many examples of career advancement happening on the exactly. golf course. Yep. It, um, so so anyway, so we need to change that. So I am very intentional about it. But I also, you know, I want it to be a meeting place where all people of different backgrounds, different genders, different mm-hmm. ages, everybody should come in here, mm-hmm. feel like they're welcome. Everyone should come here and have the ability to have the good uh, have a good time. Nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, golf one DMV. of the things we always talk about, I'm sorry, uh, is golf being a great equalizer. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what your political background is, but if if you put a golf club or talk about golf, that all that stuff doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. So what we like to say, and and I've got two of my team members here who I definitely want want um, to get involved in this conversation. But we like to say that just to your point of it being a great equalizer, we all know what it feels like to shank a ball, yep. and we all know what it feels like to hit one cleanly, mm-hmm. and that'll bring two people together very very quickly, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and you can become friends over those two emotions mm-hmm. alone. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, it's Golf DMV on fifteen hundred AM Federal News. Network, uh, Podcast One, and GolfDMVPodcast.com. Uh, uh, you can shoot us an email, GolfDMVPodcast.gmail.com. Uh, so talk a little bit about the indoor golf experience. What's, what's some of the things going into the business that you may have thought, but then your research and experience taught you different? Mm, that is a really great question. So... You know, as golfers, we think it's just going to be about the golf, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so people that can't get to the course, those are really going to be the people that um, drive the business. They're going to want to come. They're going to want to practice. I thought it was going to be a lot more about just the data and analytics and the mm-hmm. practice features. And that was very probably because that's what I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how do I improve my game. I have been surprised at... The number of people that actually want to learn that mm-hmm. this is truly uh, a non-intimidating, a more non-intimidating way to okay. get started. Mm-hmm. I've also been, and I probably should have started here, the private events opportunity is right. one that I right. really didn't mm-hmm. see coming in, but one that we are very aware of, particularly in D.C., where there are so many conventions that mm-hmm. come through mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. many so many tours. Right. I just learned that like between 22 and 25 million mm-hmm. people visit D.C. Yep. a yep. year, some right. crazy number like that. And you're like very that. close to the convention center on top mm-hmm. of that. We're very close yeah. to Convention Center. Right. So um, that is probably the biggest surprise in terms of uh, I want to think about us as more of an events company than mm-hmm. I would have thought when we first started the wow. business. Wow, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about your golf career. We want to bring your team in. Just how did you get interested in golf? And, and you know, obviously you play a lot. I mean, being a member, what more? Talk a little bit about your golf career. Yeah, so I um, first... But my family, my dad introduced me to the game of golf uh, probably over 20 years ago now. Mm-hmm. And like so many people, a family member is typically the first person that invites mm-hmm. you to learn the game, particularly as a young, uh, as a female. I think mm-hmm. a lot of uh, family members are the ones that get us started. So that's true for me because um, it was my dad that introduced me. I was like, I'm not interested in that sport. <laughs> so I was introduced to it then and then I, I didn't play at all. Until probably about four or five years ago, mm-hmm. when I started to understand the importance of learning and talking the game for my professional career. Wow. The power I, of golf. The power of golf. <laughs> it really, um, particularly as an African American woman, it is the easiest way for me to connect mm-hmm. with. Uh, other races and other mm-hmm. genders mm-hmm. and it just is an instant barrier breaker yeah. and has been tremendously important for some of the things that I've done professionally. Mm-hmm. Nice. Did you play in high school? Did you? I did mm-hmm. not. I okay. did not play again until well after college oh, wow. uh, in okay. business school. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and, and so like if you had to uh, discuss the current state of your game, what's that? <laughs> well, mm-hmm. if you know, I, I will say for the benefit of the people on my team that are listening right now, I have beaten everybody on my team, Ooh. and two okay. of them played in college, and Good so night. I am, you know, I'll just start there. Okay. There's, well, there's well, no need to go anywhere else. Well, I mean, yeah. well, I'll guarantee you one thing: you would not be invited to play with us. <laughs> You're not embarrassing me out you there. You should see my game before you say that. <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, I'm very proud of beating beating these two gentlemen right here. Yeah. That's all I live for. Well, it's so cool. I mean, we're at City Swing here in uh, Northwest Washington, D.C., uh, Fifth Street. Uh, it's Golf DMV, 1500 AM, uh, uh, Podcast One, and also Golf DMV, uh, Podcast.com. Um, and I want to bring the team on. I want to bring mm-hmm. the team on. So uh, what we'll do, Tari, we'll slide your mic um, over, uh, and then we'll get, uh, so, yeah, sir, your name. Uh, DeMarcus. DeMarcus. DeMarcus was the first person that I encountered when I walked in. Yeah. Very friendly, firm handshake, you know, and so that was always good. That's always good. So, DeMarcus. Sure. Uh, what, exactly. So, um, what brought you to City Swing? Um, what brought me to City Swing was I have a good friend of mine um, named Errol Clark and a couple mm-hmm. other guys that are all members over at Woodmore Country Club where Tara is a member at. And All these, these Woodmore people. But that's the power of power connect. Of, power of, of golf. Yeah, yeah. Power of golf. So, I met those guys when I was around 12, 13 years old. And okay. we've just been okay. stuck together through golf all, mm-hmm. all this time. And uh, so, we all have a group chat and whatnot and one day they just came in and told me about the idea told me who Tari was and at the mm-hmm. time I was finishing my last internship for a PGM program at UMES mm-hmm. and uh, I heard about the opportunity and I was like wow this is like sounds like the business of my dreams almost too good to be true mm-hmm. and so I uh, gave Tari a call let her know that I was all behind the idea whatnot well, as nice. soon as I was done if she needed any help at all um, another employee I was all down for it and she was excited to have to, uh, to have me and so I got lucky that's the way I, that's the way I look at it I want to I want to jump in here because DeMarcus represents so much of what I want the brand to be when we had our first call DeMarcus said the, the sport of golf is changing and it mm-hmm. has to change if it wants to survive in the future mm-hmm. and he was able to articulate what I was feeling in my gut nice. that indoor mm-hmm. golf was going to change the game mm-hmm. and uh, his conviction he was in Atlanta at the time still like you said finishing up his degree and we just we just connected right away but he you know PG County, uh, born and raised, essentially, mm-hmm. an incredible golfer. I'll let him tell you how far he can crush the ball, played <laughs> at UMES in college, and uh, it's just a tremendous asset to the team. Nice. And, you know, it's interesting, too, when you talk about the fact that golf is changing, how indoor golf can help not just even sustain the game, but, like, grow the game. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Bring people who wouldn't be involved normally in, into yeah. it. And the thing that's so unique about it is, like, yeah, it's changing but without like messing with the traditional yeah. folks who just want their membership or want to play there. their course, yeah. that's going to be there. there. That's not going to change. That's, that's mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's set. Right. But this whole new revolution mm-hmm. of indoor stuff and the social yeah. element that mm-hmm. brings more people in—that's that's that's all good. Yeah, and, and to what you said, a lot of people uh, probably don't know is so Top Golf, kind of the first break into the indoor golf type mm-hmm. of idea. They are actually responsible for, I think, 35% of the new golfers in the last year who wow. touched the golf club for the first time or had mm-hmm. their first golf experience. It was around, like, mm-hmm. 15 million people or something like that. Wow. Just people who have never played okay. before, and mm-hmm. that was their first experience of golf. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have been to Top Golf before. Top Golf mm-hmm. is a really good way for... Um, for people to mm-hmm. to learn and people to get their first experience, so. City Swing is a little bit better, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> but uh, Top Golf's kind of common, so yeah, 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 that's something yeah. everybody can kind of understand. Is like they are really making huge differences in the game of golf that mm-hmm. you don't really realize until you see the numbers. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty, yeah, it's and good. it's so cool because I mean, obviously you guys are all in the same space, but you know, it's almost like rising yeah. tides rise up. Rise yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's I consider it momentum more so than competition. Yeah, the momentum sure. is going yeah. towards yeah. it, and to be honest with you. Listen, if it's 45 degrees outside, it's going to yeah. be cold at Top it's Golf. It's going to be cold at Top Golf. Keep coming to City Swing. Exactly. Right. And at the end of the day, we're, we're all here just to make the game better, make right. it more accessible for anybody. So, I mean, okay. if you end up at a Top Golf, I'm not going to be mad at you. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, but there's a better opportunity <laughs> in, uh, in D.C. for um, a little more private experience. You know, people aren't looking at you. Mm-hmm. Everybody's right. not yelling. Mm-hmm. Not a bunch of kids and, screaming exactly, around the you know. I cannot stand. Right. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm kind of the same there. But uh, no knocks on them, of course. Their business model is crazy. Correct. 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 It works for them, it works for them, but I don't go. Cause it's, exactly. it's, it's, for, it's for who it's for. Yeah. You know, exactly. the, same way, exactly. the same way if you were to get a lot of serious bowlers, exactly. they don't want to go to Cosmo Bowl at yeah, 12 exactly. midnight so with I the light flashes. Yeah, yeah, I used to win those when I was young. Before I, was, <laughs> before I picked up golf, I, mm-hmm. I bowled since I was like five, six years old. Mm-hmm. And like that party bowling thing, when yeah. the lights go off, it's completely different. I can't, it's not your thing. Because yeah. like, you're serious. Exactly. I'm trying to do something here. And so like when the lights go off, I can't see anything. But same concept, exactly. So let's talk about your golf career. When did you start playing? 
Um, and you played through, did you play in high school? You, play, you yep. said you played in college. Played in high school, played in college. So I started when I was uh, 12 years old. Okay. Uh, I picked up the game on the Saturday of the 2008 U.S. Open, which was Tiger's last major before the mm-hmm. Masters. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a kind of a whirlwind. A tiger type. kid, Tiger kid. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> a product of Tiger, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I picked it up. My dad and I were on vacation, and he got us uh, some golf lessons, a very touristy way to pick up the game mm-hmm. of golf. Mm-hmm. And it was just a part of our vacation, and uh, I kind of just got the bug Did your dad stick with it? Uh, yeah, me, okay. and my, me and my dad both still play a lot mm-hmm. to this day. Those are probably uh, some beautiful moments to spend uh, on the golf course you and your dad playing. Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely some uh, definitely some fun times. Um, <laughs> definitely some good okay. moments for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you played in school. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. How was that? So uh, high school and college, two different experiences for mm-hmm. sure. High school was uh, high school's a little bit easier. Where'd you go to high school? I went to high school to Oxon Hill High School. Okay, um, on, shout on, out to the Clippers. They have a hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got some questions. Oh, yeah, feel free. Yeah, we can go this way. Yeah, for sure. So, seriously. Yeah. I didn't know Oxen. Now, I grew up in PG Mm -hmm. County schools as well. There was no golf team. No, there was not. So how did Oxford Hill have a golf team? So um, I, I don't remember the year, but Prince George's County golf, if I'm not mistaken, it started mm-hmm. around early 2000s, maybe oh, 2005, okay. I had been out of six, something like Years at that point. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe okay. So, <laughs> so the way was a little late. Not your fault. Not your fault. But uh, time is everything. Uh, yes, exactly, exactly. So <laughs> I'm time. happy it was there when I got there. Right. You know, okay. you guys paved the way. Whatever yeah, you guys yeah, did yeah, at a point. Right. <laughs> I'm not sure what it was. I was not here, but I appreciate everybody that came All before that us. Water we drank was exactly. for you. Exactly, okay. and uh, there was there was stuff put before us for sure, but um, right. but yeah. So golf in high school was super fun. It was okay. a little bit easier. In college, it was a way different experience. Uh, mm. Super competitive, I bet. Super competitive. Mm. Uh, there's workouts. There's practices. Mm. It's um. Shout out to all the student athletes out there. They know mm-hmm. exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Especially my guy Wilson right here mm-hmm. beside me. It's mm-hmm. it's a completely different thing. It's no longer you're going out playing for yourself. You have to show up. Mm-hmm. You have to be a part of a team. Just like mm-hmm. if you play football or basketball, right. you you owe something to your teammates beyond you just becoming better at golf for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. so it's just a, a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. And so there's traveling involved. I had an old coach, uh, mm-hmm. shout out to Marshall Cropper. Um, <laughs> he did not believe in flying. So oh. I have seen the entire East Coast from Maryland down to <laughs> West Palm Beach, Florida, uh-huh. and uh, I've seen it all. But he was correct. It did build a lot of uh, team morale. Um, mm-hmm. Every teammate that I've had at UMBS is all love. It's, right. nice. we're, we're the best of friends. We all still talk mm-hmm. to each other to this day. Okay. Every teammate that I've had through four years, we're, we're close. Okay. And I attribute a lot of it to those, those hours and hours mm-hmm. on the bus. <laughs> sitting there with nothing to do but talk to your teammates. So, um, yeah, I still wish I flew, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and so when sure. you pull up to a course and you're getting ready to play, mm-hmm. I mean, so like a lot of it, we show up. Maybe fifteen minutes before the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what's, yeah. what was the normal routine before a round in school? Uh, so in school, it was um, the team got up. So we were so we we always got there an hour and some change before whoever went mm-hmm. out first. Oh, okay. So it didn't matter if your tea time was an hour and right. ten later, ten minutes later after the first guy. Mm-hmm. The whole mm-hmm. team had to be there yeah, because right. the first guy went off. Then and he has to get the warm up time. Mm-hmm. So. You know, there was a couple of days where we didn't have to do that. The first guy was like, yeah, I'm good, coach. We don't have to go warm up, whatnot. We don't mm-hmm. need all that time. But uh, in most cases, it was a lot of early mornings, uh, mm-hmm. 5, 30, 6 o'clock a.m. You get all up, right. go get breakfast, hop on the bus, head to the course, mm-hmm. get a little about an hour practicing. I was a guy that wasn't too big on practice, so I kind of slept for like those first 15, yeah, 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah, you know, I was, <laughs> I was 19, 20, you know, sleep yeah. was at a, at a premium. Right, So, right. Uh, So I, yeah, but... We definitely had a lot of good times, a lot of good golf. Um, mm-hmm. Learned a lot about the game of golf through mm-hmm. college, and uh, there's definitely a competitive, competitive mm-hmm. difference for nice, sure. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah. Let's bring Will on. Yeah. Will, so how'd you get hooked up here with the whole um, city swing and and, and and all this? Uh, yeah, so I moved to DC in May of 2018, mm-hmm. um, and I played golf in college at Emory University in Atlanta, and then nice. ended up uh, working at a golf course in St. Louis for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I have some siblings that live in DC, and I've kind of wanted to move here for a while, so mm-hmm. I just said, you know, I'm just gonna. Quit my job and move here. Had no job. In, I'm just going uh, to yeah. quit my job and move to DC. And, yeah. yeah. The wonder being young. I'm like, sorry. Oh, I'm just going to quit my job. I'm going to start this indoor golf. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love it. Nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I moved here in May of 18 and was looking for jobs online. And I was like, what is this golf thing? I, mm-hmm. Honestly, I thought City Center was opening an inflatable 
driving range <laughs> for the summer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm the most qualified person to ever stand at an inflatable driving range and just make sure people don't break it. Like, that's fine. And then uh, I got coffee with Tari and one of the people that was working for her at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy moly. Well, this mm-hmm. is not what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And I immediately you know, emailed Tari. I was like, when do I need to start? What do we need mm-hmm. to do? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. So Will was my first hire. Nice. And the reason he was the first hire is because not only is he an incredible golfer, he can speak the game. He's worked mm-hmm. at a course. He understands my personal mission okay. and gravitated towards that very, very much. Nice. Understood, again, that the game of golf needs to be more accessible mm-hmm. to uh, a number of different genders, races, you name sure, it. Sure. And it really got behind that mission and I appreciated that so much and uh, literally without these two um, and, and particularly Will from day one City Swing would not be what it is mm-hmm. right. I think another thing that was kind of very personal for me was and I told Tari this when I moved to DC I, I brought my clubs but I was like well I'm not really going to be playing golf so like just give up that idea period mm. and then <laughs> one of the first people and things that I discovered was Tari and City Swing and I was like oh well you know that's it was just a very concrete, personal problem that I was about to have and not having a place to play golf. <laughs> and she was about to solve that problem. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, you know, yeah, let me cool. help you solve that problem. Right. Yeah, yeah. See. So it really was, um, couldn't have been more perfect timing. And, mm-hmm. and it's been a great year so far. So Nice. And so your golf career, talk about how you got into the game. And- so, yeah, I grew up in Colorado playing mm-hmm. golf, but lots of other sports too, baseball. What part of Colorado? Uh, you Boulder. Play- were you okay. in Boulder when you went to? I was to in uh, Golden. You were, I was okay. in the. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Connection. Yeah. I, I, so <laughs> I, long story, but I was doing some work out there. Okay. So I played uh, fossil. What's the course? Fossil Trace. Fossil Trace. Oh, right. Yeah, I with played the dinosaurs. Fossil trace. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that you course. Can, yeah. For if people don't know it, there are mm-hmm. literally like fossils. Right. Yeah. I like, took pictures and posted yeah. them on Instagram and. People didn't believe me that there were actual fossils on the golf course. I'm like, it's right there yeah. with a big sign. I mean, what do you want me to do? Yeah, there's like, <laughs> there's, <what> <laughs> there's like holes that have like a wall of rock. On right. I ricocheted off that wall and almost yeah. hit a guy in the head. It's like bumpers yeah. and bowling, you know, it kind of like brings it back in. <laughs> I love that course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I got into high school, got a little more serious about golf in particular. Um, and then kind of in the middle of high school decided, oh, maybe I'll try to play college golf if I really get serious about it it and then um yeah it wasn't even i had to walk on the college golf team wasn't even mm-hmm. really like a, a sure thing but um yeah just went to school made mm-hmm. the golf team and then okay. um i think like demarcus ended up making all my best friends on my college right. golf team and right. we still talk all the time today and, mm-hmm. and playing all the great golf courses that's one of the best things about college golf is oh, the access to golf courses that right. you, <laughs> you, you couldn't even play exactly oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like, it's incredible right. Um, my one claim to fame is that my junior year, mm-hmm. Emory University was fourth in the NCAA <laughs> Division Three National Championships, okay. and to this day, it's a school record. So, cool, you know, sweet, class of 2014 <laughs> at Emory. That's, that's, that's us. For me. That's <laughs> All kinds of golf pride. It's Golf DMV on 1500 AM Federal News Network uh, Podcast One, and also Golf uh, DMV Podcast dot com. We're going to take a quick break. We've got top of the hour news coming up on Federal News Network. If you're listening on the podcast. You don't have top of the hour news. You're just going to hear music and then more music, and we'll be right back. It's a Golf DMV on Federal News Network, 1500 AM Podcast One, and GolfDMVPodcast.com. It's time for Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And now, here is Claude Jennings. Welcome back to Golf DMV on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, uh, Podcast One, and uh, GolfDMVPodcast.com. Here at City Swing, we've got, uh, man, the whole team here at City Swing hanging out. Uh, you got the whole story before. Now, Tari, if people want more information on City Swing before we get to Rapid Fire, uh, go ahead and let us know how they can get in contact with you. So our website is CitySwingDC.com. Mm-hmm. We're also on Instagram at City Swing, Twitter at City Swing, and Facebook. Yeah. And currently, as we're recording this, we've got three guys here hitting in the simulator. Look at like, Looks like they're having a good time. You guys having a good time? Having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's what I'm talking about. Now, is this your first time or you repeat customers? Or? No, we've been coming since it was in the old location. Nice. So okay, we're good. This is our first time in the new location. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. Real quick, Golf DMV, Rapid Fire. Okay, you put up to a course. Are we playing from the tips? Sorry. 
From the tips? No. <laughs> Where are you playing from? What's the the, the yardage? I'm playing from the ladies' tees. <laughs> All right, D'Angelo. Is there any other tee box? Yes, I can show you the ones that are further <laughs> that are further up. Will. Yes, unless I'm playing with my brother who demands that we go one forward because he's a <laughs> recreational golfer. Of course, we've got these guys playing from the tips. Oh, man, where we play from? So here's the, so here's the thing. So um, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a long story. Um, so we usually would play from anywhere from 61 to 62 to 6,000 at one point. But then we're like, there's no point in doing that and still shooting in the mid-90s. Like, there's no point. So we're moving up. Yeah, scoot up. So we move. Yeah. <laughs> so DeMarcus says, but this, so this is the, this is the dilemma we have because when we drive past the teaser going all the way up uh-huh. you just feel like demoralized like man I should be playing That's back yeah and then you know and then and then DeMarcus says scoot up you know it's like no, dang it's, man it's about, the game's about fun it's, it's not about worse it's like, for me it's like, like I'm, I'm competitive word, like, like I need it. scoot up little buddy you know <laughs> so are the ladies nah. tees considered the tips too those the the forward tees. The forward tees. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. So we've got we've got players who are playing playing from from the tips out here. Okay. Yeah. So we'll start with Will. You have uh, a full eighteen holes to play, but you can only take three clubs. Which three are they? Three clubs. Uh, I have a five wood that okay. I hit off the tee a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take that one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take nine iron and okay. putter. That's what I'm going to take. Okay, five, nine iron putter. Yeah. DeMarcus. Uh, I'm going four iron, eight iron, and 56-degree wedge. Oh, what are you putting with? The wedge. Is the bounce on the wedge. Oh, <laughs> well, you, see, you see how easy that is? <laughs> <laughs> I actually putted with a hybrid one time. And you know why? Because I, pra- I caught myself practicing putting at home, and yeah. I left it at home. <laughs> it, it happens. It happens. Like, like I think that is such an unfair question. The putter, the putter should be excluded. It should. That should be the fourth club that you're allowed to put to play with. I've played in formats where you have to pick three and the putter doesn't count. It it gets okay. you. It gets well, you. I guess I'll take the putter, although it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'll take a driver, mm-hmm. and I guess I'll take a seven. Okay. Yeah. Be, uh, best course uh, in the DMV that you've played. I understand you guys have ties at Woodmore, so I get it if you say Woodmore. But best course DMV that you've played. I, I have to go with Woodmore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to go with Kays Valley Golf Club in Baltimore, Maryland. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I had to work there for uh, the the scholarship thing. So nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Whiskey Creek. You mentioned that mm-hmm. a little while back. Mm-hmm. That I really like that. I'm still trying to make the full rounds of the DMV. Okay. Just lived here for a year, but mm-hmm. Whiskey yeah. Creek's great. We're gonna get Will out there. We're gonna get Will out there soon. Yeah. All right, we'll Everywhere. start with you, Will. Favorite course outside of the DMV. Uh, I was very lucky that my senior year of college, we made a trip to Scotland and played this course called Royal Dornoch. Okay. It's in the north of Scotland. Sounds nice. And it's like always in the top like 10 or 15 in the world list. Mm-hmm. And it's just like absolutely breathtaking. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, for me, it would be Druid Hills in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, if anybody's listening from Atlanta, it's, there's nothing else to say. They know. They know. It's just bar none. Okay. We'll practice there for Emory because it's right by Emory, so mm-hmm. so we'll know as well. It's uh, it's crazy. Sweet, sweet. I would say Farm Neck on Martha's Vineyard, personal okay. mm-hmm. favorite. Nice, place. nice. Sounds good. Okay, so you could have um, it's you and three other individuals, whether they're on tour, past presidents, whatever. Uh, your dream three to join you for a round of golf. I think I'm going Troy Mullins. Mm-hmm. I'm going Renee Powell. Okay. And who is my third? My third is my girl, Anya Alvarez. <laughs> <laughs> She's my girl. Uh, for me, it's going to be Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. Barack Obama, mm-hmm. and um, one of my really good friends, Ryan Artis, who I grew up playing golf with. If not him, then one of my other guys, that's whoever's available. But, yeah, <laughs> one of my guys, for sure. Hey, who's available for a round with Tiger yeah, and Obama? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll yeah. get plenty of responses yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I think, like DeMarcus, I'm a huge Tiger guy, obviously. Okay. So, But golf has always been about my family, too. So probably oh. my dad, my brother, and Tiger. Nice. Okay, so um, favorite player on tour, uh, PGA and LPGA? I mean, cat, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, big, the big cat. <laughs> what about LPGA? Uh, let's see. 
I've always liked Michelle Wee. Mm-hmm. I feel like she she should have won more, but yeah. she was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like um, I'm going to go outside of the default answer of Tiger Woods and go with Brooks Kepka because he truly does not care, and that is something I he am He doesn't like to play golf. Exactly. He, he doesn't like the game. He, he hates it. Any serious like competitive he, golfer, they know that is exactly how we feel every day in and out. He shows like, up 45 minutes anymore. before final. Like, what are you doing? Like, why, are you, why are you all worried? Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. No, and when yes. they were like, uh, why do you, how, how do you practice before the majors? Yeah, like, or no, why do you win? So many majors, yeah. and he's like, I practice. <laughs> what do you I mean? mean? It's so funny. I mean, his answer to he says the majors are actually easier. Yeah. And he says, you know, when you look at the field, he says the numbers these, down for you. Half these guys don't have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, it's fifty percent. He said, then the other, there's a portion of them that's going to make a big mistake in the early rounds. It's mm-hmm. going to count them out. He said, then there's a portion of them that's left that I'm just better than. Yeah, <laughs> he exactly. said, there's so really a handful of us. So I'm like to be able to he say says that. Like Twelve people that he yeah. competes against. I mean, he's talking trash, and he's back, and he's backing it up. There's nothing. There's nothing left to say after he plays. But uh, so Brooks and um, Cheyenne Woods. Okay. Uh, we need more faces on the LPGA tour, and she mm-hmm. is our only at the moment. And, Mariah uh, Stackhouse. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Yes, shout out to Stanford. Absolutely, I met her before a long time ago. Uh, my apologies, Mariah, for listening. <laughs> but uh, I'm still go Cheyenne for sure. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Uh, so I'm going to go with Tiger. Like mm-hmm. they say, if you're in the golf industry, Tiger doesn't move the needle. He is the needle. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we even see that in our business as well. So Tiger on the LPGA, it, it is, it's tough. I really respect a lot of the, the Korean players. I mm-hmm. respect yeah. Mariah and and Miss Woods. And um, then I'll go with Cheyenne. There we go. Okay. First name is mine. <laughs> okay, your least favorite player on tour. <laughs> Sergio Garcia. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I Sergio. hate him too. He has a great swing. <laughs> uh, least favorite player on the PGA Tour is going to have to be Patrick Reed. Oh, yes. You, you guys are hitting all the golf DMV notes. Hate Sergio. Can't hate Patrick Reed. Cannot deal with Patrick. Oh, goodness. I probably would have said Patrick Reed, but I think. Bryson DeChambeau yeah. took took the title yeah, from him this that week. Top three for sure. So congratulations. Yeah, yeah, congratulations. Take the Kango hat off. Yeah. Like, just stop it. Just stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and say it to Brooks's face next time, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, Bryson's not, not going to do that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and so, one sport outside of golf, what's, what's your sport? Basketball. Okay. Uh, basketball. Mm-hmm. Mm, baseball. Baseball. Played okay. baseball, yeah. One industry, if you weren't going to work in golf, what is it? Mm. Will, oh man, I don't know. Uh, Life would just be over. If you yeah, know. like what? What do I do? Um, I don't know. Maybe coaching of some other kind. Mm-hmm. I thought about being a golf coach, but maybe get into teaching or coaching. Okay. Graphic design for me. Okay, so we, as, as a matter of fact, when we walked in, I saw you were on the laptop yeah, doing something, yeah, yeah, did I, some stuff here. I, uh, so that wasn't originally the plan, and I got here, and we needed it, and I had to step up, and ever since, I've just got to love for it. That's what you do with startup stuff. You know, startup yeah, someone's got to do it, and uh, I had some, some classes I took in high school for graphic design, and I remembered some of it, and I've just been building on top of it, and for the last eight months, it's just been a love of mine that I didn't know I had. Nice, nice. Thank you, Tari. <laughs> any any disruptive startup <laughs> technology, yeah. that's where I am. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, and final question, lowest round ever. Personal lowest round. Oh, I always feel like that's such a personal mm-hmm. question. It is, isn't it? No, it, it is. It is a personal question. Um, my lowest round is 93. Nice, nice. 67. <gasps> From tips? Yeah. He's looking like, like that's where I play from. It was on my home course. I mean, I shot 68 there like two other times and then 67 once. Yeah, it's a home course. That's a really aggressive answer. We played it a thousand times. You know how to break. 67. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Will. Uh, 67, oh, guys. Man. Sorry. <laughs> Let me remind you that I beat both of yes, them. Yes, you did. Let's that is me twice. This is the thing. Like, so, like, low-key, I've... I've been a, uh, in certain areas a musician doing things. And so sometimes you're functional in certain things, and then you meet people who are really, really good at it, mm-hmm. and then you realize you've got a long way to go. That would happen to me all the time uh, musically. And, like, with golf, that ha- like just, like, literally right now, it's, like, yeah. struggling to be in mid-'80s, playing from 57. Yeah, you got to put your 10,000 hours in. I mean, it's, there's no shortcuts to it. It's just like everything else. You right. can ask, well, as in, as when you get to the college golf, you kind of realize that even we are, like, nowhere near very good at all. Like, 
I have no shot at making it on PGA Tour. Like even with the ability to shoot sixty five, like right. I'm I'm nothing on the big scale. <laughs> nothing. Man. Nuts, nuts. No. Uh, but one other question: um, and it, it, the uh, strength and weakness of your game. We'll start with Tari. Putting is my weakness. I can oh, get to too. the green, mm. and you know, certainly regulation, mm. and then I'm three, four putting. What <laughs> 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 yeah, a good my day! Sister, yeah. <laughs> so uh, my strength is definitely distance. Uh, I can I can kill the ball, but mm. that is also my weakness because distance <laughs> distance control is super hard in golf. Once mm. you get past like a certain level of distance, certain club head speed, so uh, it's that's definitely what Mike Dobbin was saying. We, so yeah. we interviewed on a previous show, Mike Dobbin. He was a long drive champ in yeah. twenty in two thousand seven, yeah. Mister Five Fifty One. And yeah. he's like, he's like, yeah, it sounds great, but yeah, I like it's, it's when you're hitting the pitcher wedge 190, like, yeah, what do you do? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like, do do? Okay, cool. Will uh, strength would probably be putting. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately, don't three putt very often, nice. but how's got, that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know. Just practice, um, yes, but I got to keep it in play off the tee. Sometimes mm-hmm. I get a little wild, and then. It gets out of control. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so I don't think we talked about your strength. What, what, what was you talked? Weakness. Distance for me is okay. my strength. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. So we know who to call when there's a tournament and we yeah. need a ringer. Yeah. Yeah. Let's call City Swing and say, hey, which one of you guys are available exactly. to come and represent yeah. the Golf DMV team uh, at those? At those. So again, sorry. For more information on City Swing, where can people go? Uh, CitySwingDC.com is the best place to go initially, and then uh, we're all over Instagram, Twitter, yeah. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay. That city swing. Cool, cool. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to bring Vern back in. You guys haven't heard from Vern also. We're going to bring Vern in. We're going to do some golf DMV stuff. Um, I hate to kick you guys off, Mike, but any more airtime, I'd have to charge you. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to say goodbye to the city swing folks. Bye. That was great. That was right. great. Wonderful stuff from Tari Thank you all. and the crew here. And so we'll bring Vern over, um, and we'll talk some golf DMV stuff. I want to know uh, uh, your initial thoughts on the city swing. we got to make sure we come back and just what you heard here. Um, so, Vern, you were doing a lot of camera work. Didn't get a chance to talk to you. Yep, camera work. Um, um, so let me know, what did, what, did, what did you think about the interview, Tari, uh, uh, Will, um, DeMarcus, or D'Angelo, as I called him, but it's DeMarcus. No, it's DeMarcus, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah I'm I'm just, I'm the, I am the worst. With the name. Yeah, but yeah no retention. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Um, no, I thought it was dope. I was telling uh, I was telling Tari before I came over here, uh, I read a piece that uh, The Undefeated did in her last year. I think um, uh, Grady Diaz wrote that, and it was, mm-hmm. it was very informative. I think one of the things you said was you don't, and you might have said it earlier, but um, – you don't need to be good. You just need to be willing to participate, essentially. I'm paraphrasing. That's exactly right. Yeah. And, and, and I really mean that for career advancement as well. Right. If you are comfortable just engaging in your company's charity golf tournament, right. if you are comfortable just going out there with the CEO of your organization, you don't have to be good at golf. Mm-hmm. You all know right. that. Mm-hmm. Right. You just have to be willing to participate, right. and you're going to reap the benefits. So many opportunities open up. So uh, to answer your question directly, Claude, I love it. I mean, I, you mm-hmm. know. I'm gonna have to come back out here and jump on the jump on the monitor, absolutely, and, and uh, hit a thousand balls as I realize I'm not as long as I thought I was. Um, chase chase that number, or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I can't wait to come back out. And I, yeah, I think it was a pretty dope interview, even though I uh, cut the power of the first the first segment. We had to do a second take. That's all right. But what's really cool too, like, is you're a a data guy, data yes, analyst. You love to sit in front of a simulator, Spin check out the numbers, and so that seems like it'll be be the spot for you. But sorry, you also got tons of courses people can play when they hit the simulator. So we actually have over a hundred different golf courses. We have everything from St Andrews. Um, Pebble Beach to Bethesda Country Club, nice. and okay. uh, it really is a lot of fun. Then we also have arcade-style games for people that just want a different type of target practice. Right. And then, to your point, um, something called shot analysis and target practice, where you get all those data and analytics. Right. Well, we want to have some fun and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, I, yeah I could yeah. really appreciate, like I said. Um, you know, coming in, working on your stuff on the range, and then actually coming in here and seeing what your actual numbers are. Mm-hmm. You marry that up with you're doing, you know, out, out on the golf course and, you know, improve a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So it's Golf DMV on Federal News Network, 1500 AM, uh, Podcast One, and also uh, GolfDMVPodcast.com uh, here at City Swing, uh, Northwest Washington, D.C. That guy's uh, hitting around, playing. Uh, look at the had a session and just read up and, 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 and play it again, which is, mm-hmm. which is, which is good for business. Uh, LB, your initial thoughts uh, uh, hanging out at City Swing, talking to the crew. Oh, I love it. Uh, like I said, remind me of the place that we had venture to in, in Orlando, <laughs> minus the kids. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. I, I like the fact that you, like Vern was saying, you can see your, actually see your numbers. Um, right. I'm curious to see how that, if we can, how we can use that to translate and get a, 
to lower our scores. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's um, ways. I can help you. I do a lot of research. Because I, I need help. I've need tried help. a yeah. lot of different ways to lower my score, yeah. including paying a lot of money for lessons. Right. And they've worked. They've they've. Hey, hey, I've gotten hey, better. Hey, I've gotten hey, better. Yeah. Hey, hey, did you shoot 80s before, Paul Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> no. I okay, didn't. Okay, All right. right. That's exactly. what he was saying. Right. Yeah. You got your money's worth. <laughs> you would check you. Yeah. 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 You're right. And so it's funny because, yeah, so we, we go out yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, I may have heard it. So we went out to, out to Vegas to take these lessons from Paul Wilson, who's been on our show before. Mm-hmm. And we go out there, and I mean, we're paying money. Yeah. And he's like, listen, you guys got to give it to September. Give it to, it's going to catch. It's going to catch. And I think LB might have been the most frustrated mm-hmm. after the lesson. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think I, I, think I rev- well, he changed some things, so I kind of reverted. You know, I was, before I was got to him, I was low 90s, and every once in a while I break into the 80s. And only and, because every, mm-hmm. in, in LB's round, there's usually two holes that are blow-up holes. And yeah. if it weren't for those, he literally yeah. would be low 80s. He'd yeah. be low Right, 80s. consistently. Yeah. Right. So then I go to Paul, and he changes some things. And now I'm really trying to relearn those things. So now I go from what I was shooting to the higher 90s. Now I'm like, hey. <laughs> I'm going in the wrong direction, and I don't think so. it helped because it it immediately impacted Vern's game right. and my game. Like right. it's, it fixed yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, I went up and they went Positively. down. Yeah, yeah, negative. Right, because I had been beating them up right. until that point. Yep. Now I'm losing to them on a regular basis, so I wasn't I happy. I give people a straight right. side eye if they tell me to change my grip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like not happening. Like no, not happening. No, we're not doing that. We'll do anything else. We're not changing the grip. Crazy. So let's change focus a little bit to the PGA Tour. By the time people hear this. Medina will be wrapping up because this airs on Sundays. Right. Um, and so anything from the FedEx, it's interesting how these point systems work. Patrick Reed, who we, I'm sure we were all rooting against yeah, pretty much. on uh, Sunday, and Harold Varner, who we are probably rooting for yep. <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, Harold, but uh, Patrick wins. He goes from 50th in the standings, right? Yep. To the second. second. Yeah. Right. yeah, just like that with one win. Just like that. Is that the with, Northern with one, Trust? Yeah, the Northern Trust. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, these guys are now um, uh, at Medina. Uh, who knows how it all plays out? But who do you guys think your personal favorite to win the FedEx Cup? The FedEx without seeing how Medina plays goes. out. Yeah, hmm. I got to go with my man Brooks. Big game, Brooks. Yeah. big game, Brooks. Big game, mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. he doesn't have to win. He, he's he's out ahead, right? Right. He's, yeah. he's, he's out still ahead. he's still ahead of Patrick's, mm-hmm. but he he's gonna he's not gonna have to win, but he's gonna have to be in front of a number of people. So that's easy because the number of people are going to mess up and well, throw up on their shirt. Right, and he's exactly. going to come out there and not practice <laughs> well, and just win. So. Right, right. According to him, right. But the problem he's got now is the people that are in the top five are real, are real dudes. Right. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, they roll, oh, real shooters. Real, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. they, yeah as coming. the field dwindles. Yeah, right. That's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah only, G, only G's are left that's at this right. point. So, right. so I heard yeah. your boy's going to – well, we will know this by now, I guess, what time this airs, but your boy's going to play now. Mr. Uh, my back was sore last week. Oh, really? Yeah, he gonna play. You gonna uh, try to get out there, and get some money, huh? Right, I guess. <laughs> yeah, okay. Good <laughs> luck. He wasting his time. Good luck. That's just yeah. me. Good, Good luck, homie. There we go. Now, but you've got some notes from the tour. Go right ahead. No, I was just looking at. So Patrick won um, one point six million. Uh, the other black guy, mm-hmm. uh, he blew two putts coming mm-hmm. down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Um, well, I should say blue, but. He missed them. Yeah, right? he, yeah, missed yeah, them. Yeah, he legit missed yeah, them. Yeah, two clutch putts. Yeah. Exactly. Because if he had made those, he would have he'd have been tied for at least for, at, at one point he would have been tied for first. Right. But he won uh, five hundred thirty six thousand dollars for he was tied for uh, tied for second, tied for third. I'm sorry. Uh, and John Rahm, same guy. Right. He had, had the lead, lost mm-hmm. the lead, got the lead back, and then lost it again. Right. Again, because he's you know how he gets. Well, that's why I call him Blockhead because he's, <laughs> he's going, he's doing good for a while, right? And then he gets something happen, and he he gets mad at himself, he's cussing at himself, which Lewis. I kind of like that part was funny, right? But yeah, he didn't do nothing. Phil Mickelson, we talked about him last show. What have you been doing here? Top seventy one. Mm, mm. Yeah. So I, I I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to say about him. Uh, Snedeker. Was putting really good on the end. <laughs> there we go. The end. <laughs> and by the way, back. I have a Brant Snedeker story. Right, a lot right. of Brant Snedeker okay. stories. So yeah. um, I'm going to share on the next show. Um, okay. uh, but just here, here's a tease. And so a buddy of mine who also works in media, Brian Oppen, who's a producer for the Washington Wizards Radio Network, um, uh, he got an opportunity through American Airlines and his MasterCard mm-hmm. of to for a round um, at TPC uh, Potomac and right. Avenel. Um, and, and it includes uh, he and a guest and in our clinic with Brant Snedeker 
uh, and around there and breakfast, lunch, and wow. dinner, and gifts, and all that kind of stuff. So got a chance to do an hour-long uh, clinic with Brandt, which I recorded some audio, so we'll play it back on the show next week. Right. Also, a lot of funny stories okay. from Stedeker. So I just hope that whatever lessons or tidbits he gave you, you will share with us at some point. No, not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. Get, get, your, get your own plug, homie. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah, um, no. So not much left with the Northern Trust. Uh, uh, Spieth actually played well on right. Sunday because okay. he hadn't played well on a Sunday forever. Yep. Look at this story. So he finally got tried to write his ship. That's all I got for that. And Because uh, we're getting close on time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a couple things I wanted to... Um, Jason Day and Steve Williams broke up their little marriage. Yeah, they did. Yeah. 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 Yes. Jason Day's been struggling. You yeah, know? Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of health stuff and he's always yeah. injured. So yeah, he just said it was, a, it was a chemistry thing. Old school versus right. new school didn't kind of, didn't jive, mm-hmm. didn't gel together, I okay. guess, or whatever. I got one more thing. I just, I need to do a shout out. I was in Louisville last week with a clip, bit of a reunion. So I got to meet Rodney's playing partners that he normally plays with. Everybody knows who Rodney is, my yeah. best friend in Louisville. But don't, but you've played with some of his. Yeah. Part of them, right? okay. yeah, some of them I had, and some of them I hadn't met before. Okay. Uh, so I want to say shout out to uh, James, Russ, and Puck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know what Puck stands for, but that's his name. Okay. Um, and Stephen Berry was as well, as well as uh, Williams, uh, Stefan, Anthony, and Buzilla. And I, I, can t- I can tell you how he got that name off air. It's, it's not a, it's not a uh, for air. Family okay. friendly. Okay. Yeah, it's not family friendly. Okay. But uh, it was good to see them. Some of the guys I hadn't seen in 15 years. The infamous uh, Memphis uh, trip. So I just want to say hi to those guys. The inf- Have you heard of the inf- the Memphis trip? Oh, I haven't heard about the Memphis trip. It's, it's infamous. Stories. <laughs> oh, it's no, infamous. No. Yes. We'll talk about that <laughs> off air. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Thanks again to City Swing for bringing us out. But, Fern, you had something uh, you, that you wanted to add about Bryce DeChambeau. Bryce DeChambeau, you don't want that smoke. Listen, oh, with listen, Brooks. Yeah, Brooks, yeah, listen. Yeah, the idea yeah. that hey, I go over to your caddy and I'm all tough. Like, listen, I want them to say to my face. I feel like Brooks walks over. <laughs> What's up, bro? Oh, and he gets real affable. Right, oh right. well, you know, I mean, I just wanted to. <laughs> yeah. I was playing, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let me know, man. Don't try just to let me front know. with the caddy. You don't want that smoke. That's yeah. all I wanted to say. Get out of your feelings. You know, he play did. faster. But apparently, Brooks did go over to him. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm. Yeah, that's yeah, my point. Did. That's right. what I'm saying. When he came over there, I'm sure he he went from being loud to be like, oh well, you know, if you think I should play that way. <laughs> just tell me, and I'll try to right. do what I can do. Well, I mean, it's like you know, honestly, like just play fast, like this whole thing. Well, I walk faster to my ball than most players, and so I make up for the time. It's like uh, seriously, bro, dude. Bro. First of all, you're already weird with the same size shafts. Like you know, right. you do the little hat thing, and we get it. Do your own thing. Protractors, you know, just stop. Yeah, <laughs> right. the yeah. What was it that he had the little? It was it, a protractor. Yeah, and he said yeah. he couldn't play with it anymore, yeah. and he's getting all upset about right. that. Remember, it's like, yes. you know, what are you really doing with that right. anyway, right. man? Uh, Besides, every shot when you get to your ball, be ready. Yeah, yeah. stop being a weirdo. Yeah. Man. We're going to talk about slow play on an upcoming. We'll do it during the winter. There we go. Yeah, when there's Who knows? Maybe right. maybe City Swing will be the official uh, winter uh, recorded spot Hopefully. for Golf mm-hmm. DMV. I don't know. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to Golf DMV. Again, the website, golfdmvpodcast.com uh, for all things Golf DMV. And uh, until then, man, we'll talk to you guys next week. Good night. Later. I wish you guys nothing but best. The ceiling is the roof. Hey, everybody, it's Claude from Golf DMV on 1500 AM Federal News Network and Podcast One. want to invite you to join myself and Kevin Stanfield for the Federal Football Report this football season. Join us every day at 7 p.m. following the Redskins game to break down everything Washington Redskins, burgundy and gold. Again, that's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network on 1500 AM.